you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From the Los Angeles Convention Center, it's the Around the NFL podcast. Super Bowl 56 edition. I'm Dan Hansis, joined in uh, aforementioned convention center filled with heroes. Greg Rosenthal, Mark Sessler, Ricky Hollywood sitting to my right on the couch. What's up, gang? Another Super Bowl week has arrived. I, I want that to be your intro to every show now. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it could it's, it's, could it's a workshop. You it's never workshop. know. Still now. There was a little, maybe there's a little jitters for Sessler. He, that was his window to come in with his first comment, but he's sitting on his first comment. We're getting ready for it to come in. Here we go. Well, I'm just, I'm letting this Super Bowl come to me. I'm not, you know, demanding that it um, unfold in a certain way. I'm still, um, you know, it took like, I drove from my house to here. Typically, here's my, can I tell you what I'm a little annoyed by out of the yeah, gate? Yeah, please. Right off the bat, I, I love it. I just say typically, um, I have viewed... Like the, the each year has its biorhythms with work and with life. Sure. I mean, typically, I'm on like night two or three of a nine day stay in a hotel and an exotic you need this hotel city. week. I I count Famously. on it right. in multiple yeah. ways. You've been um, around your family it. a lot, way too much. You can shape it however you wish. I just I feel that that's you know I'm playing from behind, but I'm starting to feel the energy I like a little said, bit more. You could shape it how you wish, but that's exactly what Mark is saying. <laughs> I it. need to get away from my family, stay in a hotel in another city. <laughs> I will allow it, but that's, I mean, I think everyone understands what's happening. Ricky, how are you? I'm darling? doing good. Yeah. Yes. Doing well. Doing well. Is my hair crazy? You I'm look Super Bowl up. ready. Really? Yes. I'm Thank excited. you. Maybe, Dan, you were like yelling at the beginning because there's a convention center. It's big. It's very quiet right now. But, the, you know, the, you're trying to bring the juice bring to the up. room. You're trying to fill the room. Famously, I said before we came on that it's Sessler week. Yeah. Mark, Super Bowl week, he's, he's going to be plugged in and hypercharged. So I'm trying to match right. Sessler week. You guys, we went and ordered a coffee, and I, Dan, I got you and me the same thing. Got a nice vanilla latte, and Mark orders to the coffee guy. He goes, can I get the most basic coffee known to mankind? And the guy was like, a black coffee? And Mark was like, that'll do. Sessler week. I am asking for what I want. Yeah, but like the way you ordered it was just yeah, interesting. No, it was very cordial. I, of course. There was a laundry list of like all the all right. Italian coffees, and I just said, I'll take the... the the thing that I would take. There's someone else sitting on the couch. Right. To Mark Sessler's left. I mean, she's a rising star. What else can be said? Risen. I, f- I feel like... In the sky. The first time uh, she was on our show, I teed her up that way. And since then, somehow, even deeper into the stratosphere she's gone, she is the host of Benched with Benetta. She is Rachel Benetta. Welcome Woo-woo! back. Hey. Why is it so quiet in here? It's weirdly quiet. But you know what? Speaking of biorhythms, we've been doing this for so long. This is, I think, our 10th Super Bowl together uh, on site uh, for the Around the NFL podcast. And 
it's always super chill and borderline, you know, spooky early in the creepy week. Creepy vibes. And then the creepy vibes give way. And then Thursday, Friday. Remember the first uh, radio row Mark and I did when we were in Indianapolis for our first Super Bowl. And we were stationed right next to the NFL Network set. And we're interviewing Madonna and Adam Whoa. Sandler. It was like... It's, I don't quite sense that right now. Well, we were real, uh, we were genuine journos back then, um, <laughs> grinding nonstop. I mean, at this point, there's I don't even recognize that. Oh, with each other. Now you're cruise control. control. Right. Trademark. Justin yeah. Jefferson was walking around here a little early. With, but yeah. sh- with quite tiny shorts. By the way, I lied on my <laughs> podcast. I said that there was, I was like, sorry if you're hearing some <laughs> crowd noises. This place is bumping. There's celebs mm. here. I have not seen one. But I wanted to make it feel cool. Yeah. But I'm glad that you guys just. Well, that's the magic of radio. You created your right. own truth in there, there and non-truths. It's the world that I was living in. Mm. Yes, Greg? I, no, I just, uh, it, this scene, <laughs> it's like I, I took a lesson from one of the great performers of, my, of our lifetime, Ice Cube, on Sunday at mm. the NASCAR race I went to. Still trying to wrap my head around you Walker. at the NASCAR race. And it, maybe the crowd, the crowd, 70,000 people weren't interested at all. It's a huge venue, but you know what? Ice Cube didn't care. Like, he filled that Coliseum. He went all out. It didn't matter what was his surroundings. Like, he was full Cube. So So the parallel is you are Ice Cube. I'm trying to take inspiration. (laughs) I actually got to hang out with Ice Cube quite a bit because I covered the big three. Oh. Oh, wow. So I traveled from random city to random city with Ice Cube and just was sideline. Noted friend of show because he was on (laughs) our podcast once for... 12 minutes in our studio though, maybe the biggest the big guest three. we've ever had wow. in the studio he's a big he's and a big probably, get. yeah one of the more awkward photos i remember yes. after the interview <laughs> um rachel um take us through everything it's it's wow. a whirlwind for you how is bench with Benetta going i like the title by the way i was thinking about this earlier that so many of my favorite memories um as a high school athlete was sitting on the bench oh, talking with my friends that's sweet yeah. So there's a um, connection there. Well, I was as I was just telling Greg, I'm still trying to convince myself that I ha- should have a podcast. So that's been a little bit of a, a listen. Everyone has a podcast. Everyone there. does, but do they need to have <laughs> no. one? No, <laughs> no. It's been fun. It's been a lot of, you know, just it's a challenge to come up with a new show every single week. So I'm just kind of like learning the ins and outs. And I was asking him some advice. And uh, what did you say? You you. You guys stunk for a while. I think. Well, you were asking, Greg. like, well, Greg you, did. were you, you know, Greg did. Okay, yeah, sorry. running full sprint right out of the gate? And I was saying, no, if we went back to listen to our first year, we would be horrified and uh, that we were much better now. It's like it takes a while to get it going. It does take a while. Weird time to launch a podcast right before the Super Bowl because now we have the whole offseason to kind of figure things right. out. I do have a but, question for you, though. Yeah. Like, if you are, if you're looking at, you know, there's four of us here the that Mecca. are attached to this show. Um, in your mind of like big gets, what would be the order that you would bring us on individually? Mm. Not as Mark I goes mean, with this. Yeah. With I think every you guess. because you just would like have so much positive energy on the top you, at the end of the at the bottom of the list. You're number one. Oh well, then Rachel, we're good. Thank I don't, you. The rest, so you don't okay. have to say anything else. This is just Mark does it with every guest. Typically, he just wants to be. That's why I said first. positive energy yeah. right off the top. That's what he's uh, you, in charge. You feel of. better now. Very few guests have answered the question correctly because they've answered it honestly. I'm not sure that was an honest answer, but I'm good. I just wanted to get it over and done. And, we're good. and I think there is a little apples and oranges. Uh, and check out Bench with Benetta because when we started the podcast, n- none of us really had any experience on mic. Rachel's been doing this for a while. No, shut up. I was, I, I, I'm not used to having, this sounds silly, but it's like for the last few years, I'm used to asking people what their opinions are mm. and to have your own is a little bit scary. Okay. So it is bad right now. 
No, it's bad. <laughs> okay. No, you it's just bad. don't admit that publicly. <laughs> no, I will admit it right <laughs> here. It's, yeah. it's a bad podcast, but uh, you know, get it, get stay in. along for the ride. Get yes. in, get in while we're low because we're, we can floor. only go up from here. All right. So Rachel, we only have you for a few minutes here because you're very busy. But I'm going to get a spray tan. It was very. It was a very good. <laughs> Are you really? I am. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh wow. Yeah. It could go. It could be bad. <laughs> yeah, because you could show up orange, right? That's yeah. You're gonna match the carpet. It's hopefully not gonna happen. But how right? do you know when to stop? Right. You don't. That's Pray. So, I've never done it. Just. Do you have previous experience with this I've, shop or this operation? Yes, I've got. Yeah. Had it done two other times in my I life. Have two. Um. Yeah, you just just go low. Just go the lowest setting, and then right. hope hope for. One time I did it before a flight to Vegas. Mm. I was like, I'm going to Vegas. I, I'm like so pale. I need to have some color. And then I landed, and I went to the bathroom, and I actually audibly screamed because it was <laughs> it had just been cooking. I was flying from Toronto to Vegas. You're supposed to wash it off like after a few hours, and I didn't know that. And it just kept on baking my skin. <laughs> and so then I went into the airport bathroom, and I was like, Jesus Lord. I've made that mistake before too, where you leave, you know, the the undergarments on when you're in men. You're supposed to strip all the way down. Oh, they spray you right want, up your butt crack. They you don't want lines. But I was, you know, I kept undergarments. On. I well, what am I going to say? Like, I oh, I kept my thong on, and it was know. up my side. And then I was in a bathing suit in my spray tan that's, with that's like my look. underwear. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. I think you painted the picture. <laughs> First thing I do. You don't want more details. We're gonna we're gonna sign some massive contract NFL around the NFL, and we're going. I'm going to get extensive cosmetic surgery. I am going to hmm. bleach my teeth and turn orange mm. uh, the highest setting and then show up for our first show after signing a <laughs> huge contract. Do you, totally different. That would be a good look for you. Yeah. That man that married uh, Liza Minnelli. Do you oh boy! That guy? I don't, like, you, you're just going to be That's Tim Guest. I've He's tried my spirit to animal. take that out of my memory. But. All right. So this is what we're going to do with Rachel. We've got a lot of show to get to. There's a lot of news to hit. The uh, personnel carousel is slowing now. And many of the uh, big chairs, all the big chairs, it, maybe not officially, but it's anything. Every coach is filled. Yes. That is a done deal. Now it's the mad scramble, of course, for assistant coaching vacancies. And that's happening now as well and uh, all the other news uh and then uh but before we do that since we have rachel here this is super bowl week there are a lot of very interesting figures uh across the spectrum whether it's on the field have we said super bowl 56 is on sunday have we said it yet we didn't cover it too much last week but you did say it to start this show ricky do yes. you have anything you didn't want to say? Yeah, what, was actually, the, what, what did he say oh yeah oh yeah super bowl 56 since we're here and we are allowed to say the word super bowl yeah um you guys i have to make an apology to uh, you and to our listeners okay um i there's no excuse i totally dropped the ball last episode we weren't allowed to say the word super bowl and at the end of the show, I came on and said how boring you guys were because nobody yeah, said you pounded it. your chest about it. Yeah, I did. And Greg did say the word Super Bowl around 33 minutes in. And I, I totally missed it. And I missed it in edit and everything, too. And, and there's no excuse. Are you going to get sued for this? No, I'm just apologizing. Hmm. I'm just taking responsibility. According to the, the social media, it wasn't just one either. No, there were no multiple, I thought it was multiple. just one. So well, you just got the apology accounts. wrong, Somebody's too. We're going to need another Somebody's apology. getting lazy. All right. Greg. I mean, we, we're used to Erica not remotely listening to the show. <laughs> but when when she advertises it at the right. beginning, then it, it's it a disappointment. Yeah, Dan said it as well. He did? You did? You I thought times. we were allowed to say it. Listen, that wasn't my job. That was your job. <laughs> right. My my job was with the boys to, to create the content. You were supposed to hold you're right. us you know accountable. What? You're totally right. So the apology for the apology. 
I'm Wednesday so sorry, show. you guys, that I made an apology <laughs> the wrong way, and I just want to let you know that I'm really sorry, and I take full responsibility. I think Eric, I don't believe it. Yeah, your accountability trails only your laser focus, so we we are good <laughs> from here on out. We're fine. According to me, I ap- I'm accepting Go ahead, your bury apology. him. Eric, you could see in point. Erica's eyes, she's like, how am I going to bury I, like, I'm trying to be nice, but like, the way Greg's crossing his legs is like throwing me off, and mm. like, I'm just sort of weirded out. So I'll destroy you. <laughs> a lot of lower time. body action yeah, he, here on his, the set. The knees this were is, knocked in at one point. Things are different. We're on this uh, beautiful iHeartRadio set, and uh, usually we're underneath desks. So this is a different kind of body language check. Mm. Everybody seems pretty good right now. You're heavily man-spreading. Is it too much? Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit much. <laughs> Luckily, your his. laptop is in the way, so I don't <laughs> right. have to deal with it, but it's there. I'm going to tighten it up a little bit, yeah. and now we're going to get into <laughs> our have your sag. laptop lodged up against your loins. <laughs> wow, you laser oh, focused yeah. down there. Well, no, I'm just saying, I, I'm observing. The entire, I'm, I, I was going to say, job like, is to observe. for the first 15 minutes, Mark's eyes were just drifting down at my laptop. And well, like, that's what is fictional. he looking at? That's it was true. weird. It was kind of weird. Pure fiction. All right. It is Super Bowl 56 week, Bengals-Rams Sunday. Before we get uh, into previewing of the game, we have a, a skill. We have a um, it's a supernatural ability of this show, actually, to get inside the head of people mm. and uh, hear their inner monologue. So this is what they're actually thinking. These are their mm. thoughts. This is, this is nothing filtered because we all go through life filtering how we actually feel. Like some people... A Greg Rosenthal, for instance. Doesn't. I don't even know what that means. I speak what I, how I feel when I want. A lot of the uh, rest of us are kind of like mm. measured. You don't want to say everything you feel because wow. you put yourself in trouble. Greg, is that accurate at all? No, that was the ni- nicest thing you've ever said about me, so I appreciate it. You got it, buddy. So, <laughs> Erica, can I please have uh, the, what, what is, is it, your pretty, your pretty little hat? My Kentucky Derby hat. Yes. I said, Erica, can we get like a Super Bowl 56 hat or like an NFL helmet? Uh, It would really sell the segment. She gives me a hat that her mom bought from Marshalls in 1999. That's a Marshalls buy. That's a Marshalls buy for sure. That's TJ Maxx number one. TJ Maxx 599? Yes. Duh. It's like a hat for a female plowman. Well, it's Jets. It's Jets. And she's not going to like that you make it. All right. Just, yeah. Cut this out in post. All right. So. Now, 10 names in this hat, Ooh. all key figures I'm in scared. the Super Bowl. And you will take a name out of the hat, and you will take on that persona and share your innermost thoughts. And I will tell you, yes, I did cook up the names, but to keep things fair, I didn't give it any other thought. So it's just it's got to be your inner monologue now filtered through this person's inner monologue and share it with the world. Are we do- is Mark going to do a voice? No, I don't like. I don't. That's you don't do voices. No. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't even know voices, what some of their voices. Voices sound like, could get weird. They could get racist. All right, Greg is sticking his know, hand in the Marshalls that's hat. That's unfiltered. Greg, my mom there. used to <laughs> take me to Marshalls and just leave me in a section uh, for like two hours and just shop in Marshalls. And I'd go around the whole store with a cart, pretending it was a car, and I'd come back like 20 minutes later. She'd be at the same rack. It was child abuse. Cool story. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Rach. <laughs> All right, here we go. Greg's oh, got it. What'd you get? Do I, do I tell you who it is? Yes. Uh, I'm Joe Burrow. Great. great oh, wow. Oh, we should have guessed. We should have Good get. Oh, yeah. We should guess. All right. Let's, All right, let's sure. pretend we didn't hear that it was Joe okay, Burrow. Okay. Who you got? <laughs> um, I don't know if guessing adds much to the show, I, but go ahead. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter the mind of, of Joe Burrow starting now. Man, everyone's just making such a big deal of this week. <laughs> it's like... All anyone's doing is talking about us and 
that the Bengals have never been here and all this stuff about the past. And, like, I don't get it. <laughs> this is just what Joe Burrow does. He goes third person. Third person. Oh, third person, yeah. He's himself. He, uh, he moves away from the passers. Like, people are talking about, ooh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald coming after me. You think I'm worried about a couple Hall of Famers? I just got sacked nine times against the Titans. You think I'm worried about the worst offensive line to ever start in a Super Bowl? I've been doing this all year. I'm Joe Burrow. How heavy is your chain? I know <laughs> the Wesseling brothers are coming to this game, by the way. Aww. He does? And uh, I, wow. I've had them in my mind all year because uh, I'm not just a quarterback. I'm a, I'm a leader. I'm someone that's leading the entire city of Cincinnati wow. out of 35 years of mediocrity. Wow. I'm getting emotional. Do we have a time? Ever <laughs> since Sam Weish <laughs> was the Bengals coach. I'm not just taking the, the Bengals team out of, uh, out of mediocrity. I'm taking an entire city. So whether you're with me or you're not, it doesn't matter because I'm going to be Joe Burrow. Nice. Out of the head of Joe Burrow. Wow. I respect it. It's almost like he was here. He's got a lot of confidence, that man. That's what I took out of it. All right, I'll go next. Unfair. You guys want to guess? I don't know. I think yeah, let's guess. Yeah. That could be fun. Take a guess. Well, no, you have to start doing <laughs> no, it. Be, do the act first. You have to do the show. Oh, no wonder mess. I thought it was a bad idea. No, no, do the stage I was like, why, act, why do we need to? Who we, who we think it is. <laughs> it would be okay. the worst game ever if we were guessing before <laughs> you did it. I was like, I don't know. That's it's like okay. spoken word charades. All right, here we go. Okay. Whose house? Bengal, uh, the Rams announcer? Rams house! The obnoxious Rams announcer? Hey, am I allowed to be at this game? What? Because <laughs> it's a SoFi Stadium! The Rams announcer? The DJ guy? First down guy? Do you want to know right now or after I'm done? Yeah, no, you can finish it up. <laughs> this is Rams PA announcer who screams whose house and other madness for four I straight win. hours. I love it. I win. Because it's not technically a Rams home game. We, we don't get that guy. He's gone. Yeah. But the I DJ's feel like gone. I really deserve it. The Bengals are the home team. My pipes, they're so strong. Whoa. See, this is what I was getting at before about voices and stuff. It's Give me a chance. A good idea. It's a tricky line. <laughs> Who's hells? <laughs> I'm really glad Dan got that one. Invite me, please. What's more obnoxious, whose house or who day? Um, it's a tight contest. Who's house? I think whose house I like because that's such a volume. I like them both. I like people. I like the crowd yelling at things. They both happen naturally. They should put at some the, point. the and that guy. I'm sure he's a great guy, but they should put him in the 500 section at the very top. See what he can do and cover his mouth. We were just both oh. in the 500 section. I've never and you. That, uh, we right, were all the there, game, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I've never. I was also a little hungover. I've never felt uh, volume the way that I felt up there. It was like, loud. It People get on the Rams fans up. for you know not being a great crowd, but it was loud in there that night. We will be I back the there. We are in the Ox Box. Um, you guys are going to be there? I don't know if this Ox is breaking box. news, but we're in for the, the Ox Box for the Super Bowl. So we'll be up in there in the, yeah. in the 500 They level. put us in the 500s, huh? I, I like that actually better than the press box. A little antiseptic. Can I pick mine already and start, than start thinking? Sure. Processing what you might do. Uh, no, right. no, no, no. You can't take it until. All right, are we oh, ready? Well, she's a guest. But no. All right, make it hard on her. See if you can guess who this is. Yes. <laughs> you know, underneath it all, like oh, it's boy. been um, very successful year, and I, you know, I know I saw you trying to look at this. By the way, Dan. No. Okay. okay. I wrote. Well, I mean, I'm gonna know what it is. Stay in character. Okay. Anyway, so, right, stay in character. Back, back into <laughs> the character. 
I, I don't re- I don't forget um, all these Johnny Come Latelys that are now pat- patting me on the back, trying to pet my hair, tell me how knowledgeable I am. Mm-hmm. Before the season, I was a piece I of trash who, to them. I yep. know who it is. Should we? Just guess it. I don't it's know. Zach Taylor. For it's sure. Zach Taylor. But, um, but continue on. Yeah. Maybe well, we, should let, let the, we should let the character yes. uh, breathe before come, come we to life. Yeah, in. yeah, let's see it come I, to like, life. Underneath here. it all, I'm kind of agitated and annoyed with, um, with you know, the collective um, Cincinnati media that wanted to wheel me out of town sure. um, prior to us going to the Super Bowl for the first time in a billion years. Unthankful Bengals fans. Ouch. But I'm going to try to rise up and be um, a little more um, – I'm going to – I'm going to seize the moment because I, I clearly have the skills to do that. I've won over this locker room. Um, I do remember that someone on a podcast two seasons ago cited me as a coach of the year candidate, um, prescient, maybe a year before it happened. Uh, and I Ooh. do remember that individual. That was, an in, that was an important individual from the Around the NFL podcast who came up with that prediction two Augusts ago. Not I'm not now. buying this character. Well, no. It's like one of the – Mark now is trying to settle some scores right. in his favor. Mark is trying to <laughs> – Spike the football on a massively incorrect prediction he also, made say- two years ago because they went two and thirteen that year. I think sometimes oh. you know I, I get that 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 individual football analyst <laughs> he can't tell when he's going to see something correct. Is it going to happen that year or maybe the next year? It's going to happen, and I do uh, I do say that's one of the few people in the media that had faith in me. That's pro- that's all I'm thinking about this is, week. Is Zach Taylor a million years old? Did you say Johnny come lately? Uh, yes. Well, he's you know he 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 I take knowledge from all sorts of sources old and young right he zach zach taylor famously does love his elders and this analyst you're talking about much older than zach taylor far older you should so, audition well, for snl you really do great yeah. character work he's, he's plugged mm. into an outlet i don't know if Super i believe bullied. what you've just said all right good job zach taylor head coach of the Bengals. really i feel like i know him better after that or in a new way at least all right benched with Benetta. Okay, is this up. is my turn i don't know what this guy sounds like um wait wait a second jim rome just walked by jim rome Wow. They're always smaller in person. Very petite. Well, they're saying that about us, too. Petite, well, you guys are, like, man. smaller men. The security Speak guard's looking at us. Thank you, like We're looking at him. <laughs> okay, I'm, uh, I'm very young. I'm very young. I'm new here. Um, and you know what? I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Watch this. I'm going to go finish this off, and I'm going to win the Super Bowl. Mm. I'm very confident. I'm going to win the AFC Championship. Watch this. Mm. Hey, oh. Oh, watch this. Well, I mean, do I hit a buzzer? No, no we're not no, going to jump No, in. I'm not going to go five minutes that. long like you two did. <laughs> well, well <laughs> funny. When you tap into a I'm character. Done. I'm done. I've no, got, no, like, no, I've got leg muscles for days. Ooh, okay. I've got calves, strong calves. Hey, do some uh, character work. He's from Alabama. Give it a little twang. A little twang. A little twang. Hey. Hey. Hey, here, watch me. Oh, no. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. You're making my voice. You're making my mouth turn. Hey, 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 look at here, boy. <laughs> I don't want your life. I'm going, I'm going to win. I'm going, we're going to the AFC Championship, boy. Oh, my God. We're going to win Super Bowl, boy. Evan McPherson, everybody. Hey. That was my favorite. As you can I'm tell, sorry. Rachel's done a lot of improv work. <laughs> It's sad movie, because I have. Movies. You've been in a, sh- um, a film, a short film. I have, I've been in a movie before, yes. Yeah. An indie film where really? I had to cry. Wow. wow. Yeah. Good actress. What, and thank you. What's the name of the film so people can look when, it up? When Mark found Jeff out that we were hiring you at the NFL, he actually immediately went back and watched everything you've ever been in. Creepy. Erica, would not you like true. to try? Just not sure. true. Fictional. All right, pass Erica the Marshall's okay. hat. Hey, it's like 
really nice. By the way, my mom, the Marshall's mom story, that that <laughs> led to some abandonment issues in my life. So on our podcast, we, we share some story things. again? No, I'm just saying, time? like, you said it wasn't a good story, but it meant something to me. Go ahead. All right, there I got it. Go. <sighs> Everybody always says that I was the boy genius, but I've, mm. I've lost my touch, or I'm getting a little too timid when it comes to play calling, Sean or McVay. I'm not playing. Nobody talks to Sean Shit. McVay while he's thinking, Sorry. okay? And I, I took my team to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, okay? It was Bill Belichick and these Patriots, and, and it was a really great defensive showing. I mean, the score was so low, people were talking sucks. about it forever. And now I'm back, and I'm in my town. And I'm in my Whose house? city. And he I'm doesn't in even get his own parking spot. My <laughs> house. And I, yet, you know what? I took my shirt off during hard knocks and everyone faulted me for it. Rose. Rose in the pool. But now, look bad. who's laughing now. I'm going to be shirtless after this game, too. Wow. Heading to the streets. They're going to be throwing a parade. <laughs> Can I get a raspier voice? <laughs> they're they're going to be throwing a parade in my, vo- in my name. I'm going to hit that club, Delilah. I'm going <laughs> to go out with OBJ and I put dippity doo in my hair. And I'm dating a model. My life is perfect. It's only missing this one thing. Mm. Shoot. Lombardi truck. Yeah, wow. Good lord. I, I want to, I have a couple good ones in here. Before we say goodbye to Rachel, I want to give, want to give one out. I'm going to, actually, you guys want to pick one for Rachel to do? Yeah. Put her on the spot yeah. again? Alright, here are the options. A method actor. Guys, I could barely do a southern accent on <laughs> Al, Al Michaels. Oh, yeah. I kind of oh, want geez, that. Lou welcome. Amaruno. Welcome to the green room. No. <laughs> uh, Eminem. Hmm. Zach Taylor. Well, I put that back oh, in there. Back Why in. would you put it back in? I don't know how the first thing... time wasn't great. Why would you? <laughs> I, all right. Well, I don't know how the game works. <laughs> Matt Stafford. <laughs> I don't know how the game works. The Omicron variant. Kelly Stafford? How about Kelly Stafford? I, th- I think either Omicron or Omicron. Eminem. Omicron or Eminem would be good. Mm, like and also, this last one, I didn't put this one in. It says, Erica's 30th birthday oh, is Thursday. I could do this. I could do this. Okay. You want to just do that? No. <laughs> is it good? my 30th birthday? Does anybody have any white claw surges? Does anybody have any white claw surges? Because that's all I drink. I, yeah, it does. I've definitely surge yourself. heard that before. <laughs> I don't know what you were saying at the bar that one time. It was something close to that, and that's embarrassing. And I kept going, back to you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to you pick one for Rachel? No, no, that was good. What, we're going to just keep having her do one after yeah, one. I don't M- think anybody M- needs to hear M- more. Eminem M- M- would have been fun. All right. M- or that's the Omicron variant. It's over. Thanks for having me, you guys. Rachel Benetta. Always a blast. Benched with Benetta. NFL Network. She's mm. going to be all over. Will you guys come on my podcast one time? Hey, well, I listen, think we've cleared that up, yes. By the yeah, way, the, we're here. The, the setup text to you was, how about a home and home? Yeah, but I just figured you guys were doing a million things. I was sitting I don't next like to you asking the people time. for favors. Like, I was literally next to you while you recorded no. your whole show. No, we'd love to be on your just show. sitting over there. Yes. Let them okay, think cool. we're doing I a million will, uh, things. It's not the <laughs> case. We're here. Oh, that light. What? Oh, my gosh. What? But everything. <laughs> are y'all trying to kill everything me? Everything has to line up perfectly for us to do okay, your show. Okay, you can come on my show. Jeez. All right. There she goes. Rachel Bonetta. I'm going now. There Bye-bye. she goes. Oh, the Super Bowl. I want to hear Dan Bial Michaels, though. Okay. I really Bial. Just, it is a big, it's a big moment. For what does Al Michaels sound like, by the way? Al Michaels. <laughs> I, I saw that, actually, and um, it was faced up, and I was like, I'm not taking that on because I have no idea. You're going to need to sound like him, and I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't want to do it, then. If, we're, not, we're not gifted uh, voice impressionists. 
I, I could do I, did the I could do Pacey Witter from Dawson's Creek. Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. What about Chris Collinsworth, like Mr. Really Folksy? Well. Oh, yeah. Ara, ara, ara. <laughs> Kilburn Missile Crisis averted. Ara, ara. <laughs> you all right. Have, yeah, right. Well, he's not a robot, but okay. Let's, <laughs> let's take a break and hit the news. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Everyone loves spring, but constantly shifting temperatures can make it hard to keep your home comfortable. An all-electric heat pump from Mitsubishi Electric is the perfect solution. A specially trained Patriot Air contractor can help you design the ultimate home comfort system. And you'll be helping reduce carbon emissions by ditching fossil fuels for heating when temperatures start to drop again. Duct or ductless, large or small homes, even in extreme climates, heat pumps can help you shift seasons comfortably. Learn more about Mitsubishi Electric products at PatriotAir.com. Don't have a workout and go and post it on Instagram the next day and then go and sit on your butt for four days and everyone thinks you're working hard, but you're really not. You know, work in silence. Don't don't show everybody what you're doing. You know, let your let your your game on Friday nights and Saturday nights and Sunday nights show all the hard work that you put in. Don't worry about mm. all that social media stuff. Ow! Sounds familiar. That is Joe Burrow. Will he be a legend of the Midwest by Sunday night? Is he already? These are all questions. It is a, it's a grand story, isn't it? The, every NFL season is just a, a long, winding narrative, and it comes to an end uh, with Bengals-Rams. And don't forget, coming up later this week, we've got three shows and an NFL Network program later in the week. But we got three shows, and Mark will, after I have collapsed in the playoffs in the Pick'em Challenge, the Lock Challenge, it is Mark's right in a deadlock tie to choose the winner in his mind. And I will go, as a noble man, into a lock-off. There I, will be no tie. I mean, you, that's your words, noble. To there me, will be no tie. Like, that feels like the opposite of noble, that you're just giving up on making any choice. And you're probably not uh, backing the, the Bengals and, and robbing yourself of What enjoyment. do you mean? I might be backing the Bengals. No. I have to see what Mark's picking. Uh, yeah, Simple I, as that. I'm fine with the plan. I, when we had a um, tie potential tie scenario during Patriots-Eagles, um, you had caught up to me and picked first that time. So at least it is sort of, to there your you words, go. a home-and-home. And, home. and uh, by the way, Nick Wessling, who we saw this weekend um, – was very forceful with the concept that he's only one behind me. So if things right. went south, he could wind up somewhere else. There could be a three-way tie for the, in, so, in, in the end. And Nick's my Nick, who, he by the way— both go at the Rams, yeah. And, Nick fell uh, to me 21-17 in Cornhole oh. uh, at Lakeisha uh, and West Manor. Just want to put that out there. But Nick was hoping to come in through the back door and get a, a tie. Ah! Uh, and uh, that would mean that Mark and I would both lock up, hypothetically, the bang- the Bengals. And then Wesling comes in and locks up the Rams. And then the Rams win, and it's a three-way tie. No, Nick. Thanks for playing. You're not getting a share of the trophy. It was a tad far-fetched. It comes down to Sessler and I, and I'll let fate 
handle it. Hands are washed. It's Lame. Mark's decision. Lame. It's like a picks competition, and, and well, listen, hey, I'm so Mr. bad at making picks. I four give up games my under 500. Doesn't matter. I got. Why does I've, Mike even I've on got, for you? I've got the the back to back solo trophies. You're still looking for your first solo trophy, so I know what it's like to to get to the end. And you make your your own pick. You're going to want to make your own. Greg, pick. you are a voice clinging to the past. <laughs> you are very Absolutely. very much like the Patriots. It, it, there was something there. Yes, it was special, but that is gone and over. Let the let the two men vying for the title work things out. I don't right or like the Tennessee Titans here during Super Bowl week offering their opinion on how the game just should, doesn't you know, feel, unfold. Please, yes, yes, they will be probably here on Radio Row getting paid by certain sponsors. Well, I think in fact Ryan we are Tannehill speaking with Derrick Henry. So. Yeah, we'll be um, you know plugging vitamin water later this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes we'll have here. guests. We'll have uh, previews. Uh, breaking down the game, but let's get into the news. Barry Sanders, right there. See, I mean, like pe- people are people are here. Sanders looks the same. That's pretty cool. How could Sanders play twelve years in the NFL on AstroTurf, taking two hundred and seventy carries a year, and be fifty-four and look younger than I do? I don't. That doesn't seem mm. fair. But I guess he's one. He's an all-time athlete. That's part of the right. It's not a normal. It's not a normal. um, Like he's an all time. Like the guy that is twelve feet away from us right now is one of the greatest football players to ever walk the earth. See, don't let that magic wash off you, Dan. Like the twelve-year-old Danny boy would be very impressed with what's happening right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm just trying. That is one of the fun things of Super Bowl week is. You see all these people. And, and had Greg like, ever been 12, he would have had similar feelings. I <laughs> love me some Barry Sanders because my team at the time was so bad. I I put myself on other teams, too, because you had to enjoy you know, watching other teams. Barry Sanders and Randall Cunningham, I would say, were the two most exciting players of their era. Come on. All right. Let's get into the news. Let's Yes, the coaching carousel, the personnel carousel is slowing to a near stop. The Houston Texans have filled their head coach vacancy after much hand-wringing internally, promoting defensive coordinator Lovey Smith to head coach. Josh McCown once again was in the picture. David Culley never seemed to have a chance and when he was let go, despite doing some positive things. So they bring in Lovey Smith, who obviously had some really nice moments in the early tenure with the Bears, but that's 10 years ago. I think it's, I, I think it's something, Greg, you, right off the top, especially where we are now, what's going on in the league, the hiring of a black coach is a good thing. Uh, if you are, though, if you're a Texans fan hoping to, for a hire that excites you, I don't know if that's Lovey Smith. Well, because of the process that they took to get to Lovey Smith. I actually think you could make the argument that Lovey Smith is a guy that could be hired again. He's that many games over 500. You know, they haven't been good in Chicago since he was gone. The one year he had in Tampa, people kind of forget that he is a two-time head coach. You know, they they went from three wins to six wins or whatever. Like, he, he's not an exciting head coach, but he's a normal head coach hiring. The reason... It doesn't smash past the smell test is because he wasn't one of their finalists and because he was in the building all last year and never once was he brought up as a potential future head coach. So then you get into this setting of we've got three finalists for the job. One of them is Jonathan Gannon, the 
Eagles defensive coordinator. He's not going to get it, apparently. The other two are Josh McCown and Brian Flores. Brian Flores, who has a track record with Nick Casario and Jack Easterby from the Patriots. The, the lawsuit from Brian Flores drops after the interview. The other one is Josh McCown, who many insiders who seem to always have a good beat on the Texans, I don't know if that's your guy Easterby, Mark, or not, really believe that was going to get the job, Josh McCown. The Flores suit happens, and suddenly it doesn't seem palatable to hire Josh McCown as a head coach in the NFL. And so you give the job to Lovey Smith, and this is, again, just me surmising, and they push back against this idea. But you conducted a very public head coaching Search and not at one point was Lovey Smith ever believed to be part of it. So it's not that hard to put one and one together. And it just, to me, is unfortunate because this Texans organization has kind of been a mess for the last couple of years. And this feels like a continuation of it. Nick Casario didn't even forcefully acknowledge that Lovey Smith would be back as defensive coordinator after the season. Uh, I think Greg nailed it. I mean, you learn a lot about these teams. Um, during these head coaching searches, how the process goes out, what information comes out, what it reveals about them. I, I have to look at this and wonder, like, is this essentially Lovey Smith being lined up for another transition-type year where, uh, you know, next offseason they go get the guy they really wanted? I mean, Jack Easterby at this point is on to his third head coach, and if you count Bill O'Brien, third GM in a very short tenure. What I, what I think the Texans have revealed themselves to be, and it's a surprise to no one, is a disorganized mess. And, I mean, I don't think that Lovey Smith is a bad candidate necessarily, but for him to come out of the, out of the atmosphere this way speaks volumes about what Houston's doing. I'm, I'm with you, and if, if that is what this is, it's another placeholder hire, we'll see. We don't really know. But all I can tell you is this. It's an uninspiring hire. It, it's rare for three, a guy to get a third job uh, absent some type of, like, Super Bowl title or something that really Sterling on his resume. He did take Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl. Okay. That was a long ass time ago. <laughs> I'm was, just saying that like deserves okay. that's almost Bears, like winning a Super Bowl if you made it to right. a Super Bowl. It was Bowl a great defense Grossman. and he deserves credit for that. But he went eight and twenty four with Tampa Bay, and I know we don't follow it very closely. He goes to college, uh, and for Illinois he goes seventeen and thirty nine over five years, gets fired there, and then their defense was ranked thirty first last year. And it's just like, okay, we hire Lovey Smith, okay. I thought that their de- it's interesting because I actually thought their defense was pretty well coached. It, DVOA stuff like EPA stuff like that. They were closer to average after their bye Turnovers. week and had no had no personnel. But that to me, it's all sort of beside beside the point to the process, which felt like a joke. And it, you can't give the benefit of the doubt to this organization no. because of what's happened over the last handful of years. So when it looks like something and it feels like something, and and the McNairs. You know, step up and they and they hire Lovey Smith in the in this way. Like, we'll we'll see when Ian Rappaport put out the report that Lovey Smith's going to be their coach for 2022. It really felt like the four 2022 thing wasn't put there accidentally, and that maybe it's going to be McCown in the future. Who really who really knows? But it it sort of just was so fitting today um, during the press conference that they couldn't even get through that without an embarrassing moment. I would say the last few weeks with a, a number of different candidates and that was pretty fluid i think this process in and of itself is very fluid and we have to get a fire but, yeah you do uh, don't use the elevators yeah 
<laughs> harbinger of doom. Very emblematic, though. Yes. Uh, all right. So that's what's happening with the Texans. We have another hire to share. Time for news and notes presented by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork. The Miami Dolphins, they have a new head coach. Mike McDaniel, the 49ers offensive coordinator, gets the big chair in Miami. Uh, This is a hire that, Mark, I think a lot of people see as a positive. McDaniel is someone that Kyle Shanahan has brought everywhere he's gone for years. Uh, It was his first year as offensive coordinator this season. And San Francisco, obviously, uh, is a, uh, a team with Shanahan there that is, you know, people look at their offense as something to get behind. So McDaniel... Known as a bright mind, do you like this hire for the Dolphins? I do. I think like I'm probably I'm like preordained to kind of um, love this coach on some level, and I, I have for a couple years. And I think if anything, I mean, we get that the Dolphins are a bit of a they're going through a lot right now, and either we don't even know you know ownership on down what will happen down the road. For Mike Miami. Jones, let's go. What's up? All right, that's your boy, Mark. <laughs> that well, uh, here's the thing. Like, did you see the him FaceTiming with Tua on the airplane? No, I didn't. So yeah. the thing about him, I just think that like what I like about the hire in general is Wi Fi that, that allowed him to FaceTime on the plane? Is that some that private jet stuff? Is that seem, yeah, this, yeah is that, that he was on he was on the Ross jet, so yeah. is that unusual? But it's the first oh, thing he did. Like he substandard Wi Fi typically, but I guess he wasn't flying commercial. I don't think he was yeah. I don't think he, he wasn't packed in like some you know, like this wasn't like an American Can't even Airlines. Watch Netflix on a standard Wi Fi signal. I mean typically. it's that we, that is what we should be digging into here. Okay, go ahead. This aspect of it. I'm just saying I think it's great for Tua. The Dolphins have not had like a top 10 offense in like 25 years, and they've had issues all over the place on that side of the ball, and this is why you hire him. I mean, like, mm. I, I, like, I like the move. It, he didn't call plays in San Francisco, but I will go back to that anecdote that when we were hanging out with those Niners coaches, that they were coming out of the woodwork saying this dude is like genius level, outside-the-box thinker. He connects with players. I know that he doesn't sound maybe like your typical head coach soundbite-wise. I don't care. That's what I like about it. They went Boom. out. They went and did something a little bit different here. Mike Jones, let's go. Now, What's do, you, do you know the, the, the Mike Jones reference, like the, the song that, that's sort of playing to, Mark? Because I know you're a little older than, than Mike McDaniels, too. Actually, you know, Greg, I'm not even going to, like, you, do you understand that if you said that to someone else in our company, you would be taken in a body oh, bag to it. HR. Yeah. Oh, report Thank Greg. I absolutely that will That would be call. an awesome will, subplot going, of the show. I promise you that I am going to report Greg for ageism after this. That would be amazing. I think it was a fair question, the Mike you, Jones we, question. You think it was Mike fair. Wait, you can think we, it was. Ricky, can we, after the complaint is formally filed, can we, when they book the conference room for like the deposition or however it works, can we get the podcast equipment in there and yeah. do a Hide show. It. Now, that'd be oh, good. Okay, yeah. Great off-season content. I, I assuming that Dan and Erica will back me on this. I, I want to see all the facts laid out. But can I just say something? <laughs> Mike here? Jones sort of falls in a netherworld. I, I, I'm not really... Don't uh, try to slither yeah. out of this. <laughs> can I just say, is it, is it a little bit odd? And I understand 32 big chairs in every job is hard to get. And if you have the opportunity to take a job, you take a job and... Who doesn't want to play down in Miami or coach down in Miami? But Mike McDaniel, a guy who is a hot name, given everything that's happening in the news around the Dolphins, hmm. is this really the, what you just heard from the previous head coach about ownership, the allegations there? 
given the fact, think about this, we don't know how things are going to play out uh, with, say, the allegations about uh, tanking. Like, what if that led to losing your first-round pick for three years? Like, all this stuff— Or losing—or the ownership change. Right. Like that, the there, guy it's perilous. It's perilous, perilous waters. I wonder—and now, and now here's a conspiracy theory. Greg, I'll throw it to you on this. I wonder if McDaniel, who's obviously a smart guy— had the same potential misgivings, and Stephen Ross was, hey, but FYI, Deshaun Watson's going to be your quarterback. Like something to really spice <laughs> that, up that the is, job a little bit. That is quite a conspiracy And by theory. the way, and again, this is all just based on the allegations, if Tom Brady was hypothetically on a yacht, is Deshaun Watson somebody, were there any communications? Is there more that the Dolphins have connected on that situation than anybody knows at this time? It, the, the Watson question is going to be a big one throughout the offseason. Like, the thing is, nothing's changed there. And, and by the way, that Lovey Smith job feels temporary in part because they're going to have $50 million in dead money on their cap if and when they trade Deshaun Watson. But to answer your question, Mark, Dan, I, I think he would probably take it regardless. You, you don't need a conspiracy theory. A, because you believe in yourself. And B, because he comes from relative, you know, pretty humble background. And it changes his family's life forever. And you, you can say that you're going to have chances down the, ro- down the road to be a head coach or not. But it, it's not just getting a, a raise. It's getting a tenfold Oh, raise. I understand that, Greg. But t- if he believes in himself, he's not going I to take it, a job a year early fearing he'll never get another opportunity. Like, if he truly <laughs> believes in his potential, it just feels like... I get it. I don't know. I think you concerns I, here. I think just putting, trying to put yourself in that sort of shoes, not not just a tenfold raise, but s- someone that you, you change your family's life forever, and there's no guarantee for that in, in the future. And you do believe in yourself, so you believe that you can improve these, sure. this Dolphins team. Now, I see a very tricky transition. They've put so many resources into an offensive line that has really struggled. It's terrible. And in theory, that's what McDaniel brings you is coaching that can fix the offensive line he was the run game coordinator like he's the run game coordinator that's sort of you know Shanahan's tree is known for taking a little and making a lot with your offensive line and that kind of fits with Tua but man if you look at all the moves they've made in the last few years it's all for like a Flores style defense and a Belichick style offense and like that's a hard transition and that could take years and and there's draft picks and they've spent all this money in weird places that it, it's not going to be easy I don't think for them. I, it can take years but we're days away from a Super Bowl featuring a Rams team that flipped around rapidly immediately under Sean McVay um, from being one of the more dull visual experiments out there under the previous coaching staff and a Bengals team that was totally disregarded for decades and a mess two years ago I I, I think if anything if you believe in the coach um you believe in the transformation that comes with it. And I'm just I, saying those teams don't nec- don't potentially have the handicaps that this team could have if things break right. a certain way. They don't. There's they another don't there's Aaron another Donald world where building. this like maybe like who, we, with the lawsuit stuff. I just think if you're like if you're McDaniel, do you shy away from what could be a very good job a couple of years from now because of that? I think it's choppy waters. He weighed but, obviously. We don't need to speculate that. I'm sure he weighed the pros and cons. Yeah, I would imagine he had a with, little list yeah. with Chris the, Greer, the, the GM has been there for on, in some capacity for almost 20 years now, too. And a lot of coaches have, have come and gone. So there is definitely, I, I think, some buyer beware. But there's, I think if you're a Dolphins fan, you've got to be excited. Like, 
do the show with Andrew Hawkins, and he said years ago, this is the best coach I've ever been under, period. At any position, any place, Mike McDaniel, I think, is like the sharpest. And you just look at the influence that that coaching staff back in Washington has. I mean, McVay, Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, and uh, and Mike McDaniel was also on that staff. He's, it is really wild. He's going to be the hype bunny hire of this cycle. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, like you're saying, everyone that's ever been in contact with him sees him as a really bright guy. Now it's a lot different when you're in the big chair. You're, I don't know if he's going to call plays or what. We'll see. But uh, Dolphins fans are probably feeling good, but there's a lot of unsure times Tua's got to be happy unless he gets, like, unless booted. booted. Go, watch that, go watch that FaceTime phone call. Like, I think he'll be very happy. I can't happy. believe the Wi-Fi. Well, no, that's the whole. That's it's, that's the A storyline, yeah, but the B storyline was the conversation, like, which was newsflash. Um, the ultra rich live differently than us. Stephen Ross has got that nice Wi-Fi on the plane. He's got Just problems, but he's I'm got the Wi-Fi. Just wait until I'm fully orange with the uh, bleached teeth, veneers, veneers, like big choppers. Yeah, I'll know. That was news and notes presented by Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at Upwork.com. Let's take a break and get into another hire. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, we're back. Uh, Saints hire Dennis Allen. They promote Dennis Allen, I should say. Uh, Allen, 49 years old. It it always seemed like this is where this was headed after Sean Payton announced he was uh, stepping away after a decade and a half on the the job. This is the final head coaching vacancy filled. I know the the hire of uh, O'Connell with Los Angeles and Vikings. That has to wait till after the game. But, yes, they're all... uh, set now with this hire Dennis Allen the defensive coordinator uh, for a long time did have a head coach tenure going four and 12 and four and 12 um, with the Raiders before an 0 and 4 14 and getting canned mm. now he gets another shot on another team that it's a lot of work to do here Mark I, you know I don't I don't dislike the hire though because I think this was about um, continuity like you've already got um, it, New Orleans probably culture wise has one of the better things going on. And I think that Dennis Allen, who Sean Payton in his um, farewell news conference, which went on for roughly seven and a half hours, uh, name-dropped Allen as like the guy he recommended, uh, highly recommended to take over the job as, as a candidate. And I, he's been groomed for this. Um, the Oakland job was messy, but he also was stuck with like Matt Flynn and Matt Schaub in those situations. And, I mean, there was, there, if you go back and look at, some of the reporting around his tenure. I know the record was bad, but people thought that he did a good job in the locker room with the players. Mm. So I just think it's just like continuity. It's the same staff. It's the same culture. I think someone like Pete Carmichael Jr., who's been there forever, takes over an offense that should look similar. So I don't know. I mean, does it set the I mean, table for like Sean Payton to come back at some point? Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't think, think so at this point. But I, I think it's just keeping the Saints <laughs> my, the Saints. To my, some my question. Yeah, this isn't like a Bounty Gate situation. I think he's go, well. He's going to the Cowboys. Let's be honest. Uh, but. I think the question I ask, you mentioned, like, the culture there is a healthy culture. Well, how much of that was tied directly to Sean Payton? Like, what does this team look like without Payton there? Is there really a good culture anymore? I, I'm curious who their offensive coordinator will be. Pete Carmichael was with Sean Payton 
I believe, the entire time, which is wild. Uh, and was the offensive coordinator for most of that time. So if if you promote Carmichael and they're not saying what they're going to do, there's some buzz that after interviewing Eric Bieniemy for the head coaching job that they might try to get Bieniemy for the offensive coordinator job because Bieniemy's contract with Kansas City is up and there's there's some uncertainty about what's going to happen there. I I think it's okay that they hired Dennis Allen. Their defense is awesome. And they're going to try to retain that, but it, that's clearly what they were going for. Jeff Duncan, who's been there forever, said that Mickey Loomis was looking for two main criteria, one or the other, either head coaching experience or familiarity with the Saints system. Got both. And he had, he had them both. And Duncan really hammered the point home that they don't think that they're going to ru- blow up their roster. So we may look at the $75 million they're over the cap right now and <laughs> and think like, oh, that's problematic. Did you say $75 billion? 70, I believe that too. $75 They're literally, <laughs> I'm, this is not an exaggeration, they are $75 million. There's only like three teams over the cap. They're one of them and they're $75 million. And Teron Armstead's a free agent and they, Marcus Williams is a free agent. Many good players. They believe they're going to keep this defense together. They believe they're going to get Michael Thomas back. They have to find a quarterback. I think Jameis Winston probably the leader in the clubhouse but who knows but they they think that they're somehow going to keep this together and Dennis Allen is the guy to do that that was my next question like what do you guys think who's going to be the quarterback here I read I can't remember where I read it maybe it was ESPN.com they were trying to figure out uh coaching carousel or quarterback carousel and uh quarterback quarterback carousel and uh someone they throw out the Bucks re-signing Jameis Winston I was like that would be wild Someone, yeah, they, there was a report that they're open to it because Jason Imagine Light, that. Jason Light, kind of loves Jameis Winston. He drafted him. I think they left on good terms, and they might not be able to do any better. But that that would that would be silly. I, I think it is worth noting, though. Dennis Allen was probably. Oh, we it got it. Is it is worth, worth noting. noting. No, no, no. That part of the. I'm just saying. I think if you were making a list of the best three defensive coordinators in the league over the last three years, he would be on that list. So. It, it, that was it, worth noting, I will say. I think and that so. was a, think? that was their weakness for so long so, previous to him. So. Okay, I'll buy it. Feels like he's a transition call plays higher again. to me. He's going to call plays. And right. then we'll see. Like, it's like, okay, Sean Payton's gone. Let's, Dennis Allen's been a good soldier for seven years. Let's give him the job and see how the next well, year Well, you get goes. some of the embers of the yeah. success sometimes. Jim Caldwell almost won a Super Bowl, almost. people forget, in Indianapolis. 14-0. Um, George Seifert, like, <laughs> no one really respects him, won a Super Bowl. Or two. I don't even. I think he might have won two. Like sometimes it works. You bring in the next. Sorry, game. I just drifted off thinking about when the Colts were fourteen and zero, and they decided to rest starters uh, instead of go for sixteen and zero, and then they didn't even win the Super Bowl either. Those teams were extremely annoying to me. It worked Tom out. Brady's doing like, that. No. They took. Uh, they were against the Jets in Week sixteen, and they were like, "All right, Peyton's going to play for a half." And then we're going to put him on ice, and then they blew that game, lost the next week, went to the Super Bowl, but then got beat by. The Saints. See how it all tied back together. Very poetic. You thought it was just going down a jet no, wormhole. No, it could go anywhere. Or just Wi-Fi's anywhere, broken. just like a happening. wide open thread. No, tied it up. All right, the Jaguars. They have a coach. I guess it ended well. They got Doug Peterson. They have a Super Bowl winning head coach. He won the big game. See, we don't have to say the big game like everyone else. Uh, seemingly around Super Bowl mm. week, uh, we have the rights to it as the NFL. I can say Super, Super Bowl, Bowl anytime Super I want, Bowl, even Bowl, on shows that you can. 
Right. Even on shows I'm not supposed to, I didn't get punished for it. I mean, that's the ultimate. I'm glad I said it. You now. are a bad boy. I mean, there, that's another example <laughs> of why Greg cannot be held down by anyone or no. anything. No, he's too uh, volatile, too dangerous. You don't know what's going to come out Leather of Leather jacket mouth. always. Right, right, but I came to you at the beginning before we started the show, and I was like, I think I should make a formal apology yeah, to the listeners, right. to everyone. But then Greg bringing it up later, uh, kind of a douchey move, right? Saying, I can say whatever I want, and... I mean, I already apologize. I've learned from children, if you don't punish them immediately, then they'll just think they have a, a green light to do whatever they well, want. Well, I, I, I hope Child Services isn't listening. <laughs> well, exactly. Greg has a lot of complaints um, filed against him over the last yeah, 40, you could, you could, Yeah, my kids could, or you could have a lot of complaints about me as a parent. Being a taskmaster would not be one of them. All right, let's sure. get to it. Doug Peterson fell out of favor with the Eagles after that amazing Super Bowl victory a few years back. But... He's a guy that has a proven track record. He helped develop Carson Wentz into a star, however briefly that was. But I'm pissed off, Angelo. Yeah, he's he's pissed off no more because he is now the head coach of the Jaguars. And he gets, yes, he joins an organization uh, in flux, an organization where you have to have some questions. Trent Balky's still there, but maybe now Rick Spielman is entering the building to displace Balky on some level. Uh, there's still questions around this organization, but at the end of the day, Mark, if you're Doug Peterson... Uh, I'm back in a big chair. I'm making a ton of money, a butt ton of money. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence, still a generational prospect. You basically get a redo for him in second year of his rookie deal. Yeah, I think it's like if you're Shad Khan, you don't want to go through the drama of wondering if the next guy you hire um, is going to be learning on the job and fumbling and bumbling on the job the way that Urban Meyer did in like massive scope. I mean, this guy, he's been around the block. I think it's like a quarterback-centric move. Zach Berman from The Athletic, who covered the, who covered the Eagles forever, talked about Peterson. And I think that, you know, last year, what happened, um, like his, obviously, the, the shine was off Doug Peterson because that was such a disastrous season for the Eagles where you can kind of forget what happened before and how quickly he helped their offense and what they did. I mean, they went to a height the Eagles had never gone to. But Zach Berman talked about him having kind of emotional intelligence, someone that works really well with um, other coaches that doesn't need to kind of always be the smartest guy in the room or the center of attention. And I, I kind of, like, I, with this hiring cycle, it's like, all right, Doug Peterson, like, I don't know, he doesn't move the needle maybe uh, in your mind. He but didn't for the Jaguars, right? Because he wasn't one of the finalists. But I they, think, like, but, revisited him but, after but these are the guys. Work out. These are the guys that, like, two or three years from now. Could I don't be, think he'll admit that. He could be yeah, the most successful right. of the coaches. I mean, or, and also, I think it helps to the, I'm pissed off, Angelo. You're not dealing with um, <laughs> raging AM Philly talk radio. You're dealing with Jacksonville, which is a softer media market. There was time here to grow it. I don't think Shad Khan wants a one-and-done scenario it's ever again. It's a good again. hire. Yeah. I, I, I know some people uh, will say, well, you know, when Doug Peterson was at his height, Frank Reich was with him. I get all that. I just think there is some real success, recent success, and the fact that he did help develop Wentz. Now you have a grown-up in the room who is motivated, a proven NFL guy, to get with Trevor Lawrence. They had to get, I thought, not necessarily an outside-the-box hire for this. I think he kind of fits the category of what made sense for this move. So we'll see. I, I agree. In the end, they got there. It just, again, the process doesn't make you feel great if you're a Jaguars fan. Two of the other finalists. But do you care ultimately? I know that. I agree with you, but like, this I do, is where they came I down. do, because this is like what you said as a Jets fan when the process was bad to get Gase. And I think what a lot of fans do to convince themselves when the process was bad, because it didn't take away what the problem is here, which is that they keep having new coaches every couple of years, that the ownership hasn't made great decisions. I do like 
I think Peterson stabilizes things. He's hiring Mike McCoy as the Jaguars quarterback coach. McCoy has not been in the league since 2018. He's supposedly going to bring in Press Taylor, who was an assistant in Philadelphia uh, under Peterson, who was kind of scapegoated. So uh, it, when um, that went sideways and he's been out of the league, like some, he's getting his guys back together and you could certainly do worse. But the fact that the reporting indicates it was Byron Leftwich's job. He just didn't want to work with Trent Baalke. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. That great. worries me. Then Nathaniel great. Hackett and 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 Eberflus was the guys that they first wanted, I'm, and they. I'm not saying elsewhere. it's like all's well that ends well, but there is an element of well, at least they didn't botch it with a really suspect hire. You know, I. It's not the Texans, right? Uh, and I don't know, is the Spielman deal done? Because he's he's a respected guy that really I thought was a good team builder in Minnesota. I think a big part of this, if you are a Jaguars fan, it's like we got to get Balky out of a central role as a team builder here. <laughs> Maybe Spielman comes in. He's a wheeler and dealer with experience. Maybe things come together quickly if Lawrence develops. It's going to be the shot interesting did, year did for did indicate an executive level hire, which has to get approved by the league because they're adding a, a level above Trent Balky is coming, and everyone gone. assumes that's Rick Spielman. He said, "No, Balky was part of the press conference. That was what was weird." And Balky is staying. They, Don't they, be ridiculous. They said that over and over. But Balky has a series of Polaroids that would be disturbing. <laughs> he's, to some. He's fired four coaches in four Alluring years. To others, it is. Uh, it is sure. wild. They, they are reportedly also hiring Mike Caldwell. As defensive coordinator, Mike Caldwell was uh, a defensive assistant with the Bucks Just, last year. The linebacker. How about this? Coach. Hire MJD. Ooh, I like that. Our buddy, hire him. See what happens. Mike I think Caldwell, it, a former Browns player, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. So I'm on board with it, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, ooh, guess what? Some say it's it's early. Some say it's too early. I oh. say. It's time to celebrate a trope alert landing early. Super Bowl trope week. Alert. Trope, trope alert. alert. Trope alert. Trope alert. Everybody, trope alert. hold on to your butts because Kyler Murray unfollowed <laughs> the Cardinals and removed all Arizona Cardinals-related content from his social media. It, it, Greg, in the 2020s NFL, that is akin to filing divorce papers with your team. <laughs> 75% of the time. And don't we know whether it's Jalen Ramsey or mm. Odell Beckham or Jamal Adams or name this player or that player. When a player now decides he doesn't want to be so- somewhere anymore, he gone. I'm getting ahead of this because there is a glaring hole, a vacancy in this offseason landscape for a true superstar quarterback to say, I want to go, hmm, there. Maybe Kyler Murray and his agent were like, we could be that guy in this landscape. I'm ahead of myself here, Greggy, but I like it. I like it, too, because it's like, it's like, hey, we see you, Russell Wilson, humming and hauling. Oh, Russell Wilson wants to check out what's out there. <laughs> say humming and hauling? Humming and hauling. It's like, <laughs> we know what you're trying to do. You're trying to have your cake you and eat it, too, guy. Russell Wilson. I'm Kyler Murray. I'm just going to put my, uh, my stance out there. Right, I, jump in the pool. I, I don't know if I can go so far there. He did delete all of his posts on instagram except for two that's the one playbook. of them one of them was from the pro bowl and one of Gotta them was from four years ago at oklahoma 
So that's very confusing. People are saying, like, well, he deleted all his Cardinal stuff. Well, he deleted everything. It seems to be a way to send a message. You are absolutely right. And the fact that he was such a highly sought-after baseball player and many believed that he loves baseball more than football adds a fun Whoa, little that's wrinkle inter- I didn't think it. of that. Yeah. Mark, you might want to get on that Baseball Weekly beat from 96 if Kyler Murray goes back to That's just like a little leverage, if nothing star. else, that he has. I could seamlessly ship back to that job without any issues. I mean, I, like, I, where's I, Brady Anderson? Well, Mark, he retired 27 years he is ago. He's 51 years old. <laughs> like, I am with you, Dan. Chris Hoyles. I am, I'm leaning into this that this is something um, Let's do that triggers issues. I think, number one, they have till what may, early May to slap the fifth-year option on him. Uh, of course, they're going to do that. I mean, like some people have talked to people inside the Cardinals organization. They're like, this was news to them. They don't know of any uh, discord. But I just assume that there is discord. I'm just going to assume that there are problems. <laughs> we had a we had a beefy back and forth after the wild card game where Kyler Murray no showed, the offense no showed, the Cardinals no showed, and I think I imagine them being so impotent as an attack in the last seven weeks. Perhaps there is more to this story, and maybe Kyler blames Cliff. And if Cliff ain't going anywhere, maybe Kyler's like, I ain't sticking around. We got some juice here. The baseball thing. And it just got me to follow him, too. too. I just was thinking, well, I should now follow Kyler Murray. Maybe that was the end game there. Get Greg Rosenthal to follow me on social media. I wasn't saying that, but I'm saying he's certainly going to get a lot of follows based off of this. I'm sure I wasn't the only one. I bet he's gotten like 100,000 followers. Because people now are like, oh, yeah, I better be tracking this. Right. Let's head to the blotter. (laughs) We have an offseason arrest. It's a big name. Alvin Kamara. Arrested in Las Vegas for battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Uh, this is a uh, situation. The uh, all-pro Saints running back was out partying, I guess, for Pro Bowl week? Pro Bowl was in Vegas, Before right? the Pro Bowl, the night before. Yeah. And uh, there was an incident uh, in a lobby outside one of those uh, nightclubs in one of the big casinos. And there was a guy who got a beatdown. And the, the police believe that Kamara was actively involved. There's some video that um, and witnesses that point to Kamara here. So he's going to go through the legal process. And this is something to watch. Uh, obviously, it's a an assault, and it could lead to both uh, substantial legal issues and even uh, a suspension uh, from football. So this is not a good Alvin Kamara story, but one to track nonetheless. They should have videos because of where it was in the hotel. You you do in circumstances like this with a player like Kamara who's earned some equity uh, in terms of what he's done in the community and the fact that he's kind of always around the people. You do think of that the NFL players are often targets in situations like this, uh, but we'll, we'll see. It'll play out. <laughs> right. Yes. The, we'll see. I'll leave it at that. And uh, finally in the news, Tom Brady. He's got a podcast and he's making news. The podcast is making news a little bit late, but only if his career actually isn't over. Appearing on the Let's Go podcast, yeah, I don't even have to look that up because it's gotten so much buzz lately. It's on fire. Uh, on Monday night, he was asked, I assume, by Jim Gray, the great, Safe assumption, infamous I think. Jim Gray, uh, if he'd consider coming out of retirement. Brady said, "You never say never." Can I? I want to propose something to you guys. Because the spirit of my sandwich prop was that I just can't see Tom retiring. Like he's got, he's such a competitor. He's got so much ability. Still, will you give me a year? 
What? Well, Before you, you owe the sandwich? Yeah. Well, no, you, he's retired. Will you it? He's retired. Out here, what I'll do is, if you want to double or nothing it, if you want to put in an extra sandwich that he doesn't play at all throughout the season, or or you get it back and no, there's I'm not going to double it. I'm going to put or, six uh, no. sandwiches on it. I'm saying we'll owe you two sandwiches ultimately if he comes back. Um, but and there's you know if he if he doesn't then you're asking double. for an extension. That's all. No, no we're not changing the rules after. I'm what do you so mean? So confused right now. My wager was that he was not retiring. He was not. He was not leaving football. Okay. Now he is retired, but he's opened the door. Did you hear the beginning of the news setup here, Mark? No, I, I know the story. He said, "Never I mean, say never." Hard. So if he let's say he come, announces next February, I'm back. I, I believe. Think, I don't think. And you if he can continues have... to play. Then the spirit he of did, the wager. He did retire, though. I mean, that was. Did he well, file? Did he file? He didn't use the word in his post. He said stepping away. <laughs> Has he filed papers? I don't understand why an extension hurts. If you if you honestly feel your take remains valid that he's done, and once he thought about it, can it we was table over. that and think the about it? The point was, so is he going to retire? Sure. And he did. He did the little thing. I am concerned, though, as as a yeah, fan. Yeah, that's why you don't and, want the extension. And a fan of sandwiches, which I never tend to get. Um, that that our, if he's already talking like this, because it, the more you, I, I did listen to a clip of it. The more you listen to it, it was like, oh man, he's like had a week. He's already. Like sounding like he already misses it. He's like, what well, did I tell you? Know, you you like, never know what challenges are going to pop up, and it's like one week at home already did that for Do you. you. Did, what did I say? A two, two, two separate programs about the Tom Brady thing that I simply dismiss the idea that he's going to. This is someone from the neck up who, like, his yes. livelihood, his passion has been seeking like mountaintop experiences. Yeah, I'm and totally with you. Four days at home, he's probably like. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I love being around my family, but this is not going to fulfill. Or he didn't Tom like Brady. all the retirement stuff. Like after watching his I, own funeral on TV for a week, or he, he's, he was kind of like, oh, I don't like this bored if you're Tom Brady in this situation. It's like they don't. They don't. I just feel like it's not as uh, the the prop is not as cut and dry as you. I, I'm willing I, to table it and think about it. I have to okay. unpack everything that's happening. I, it's not at the top of we my do, list. We do have some breaking news, though. Uh, How much? How much is about Ricky it? related to all this, <laughs> which, which I think is important. Oh, it went all right. breaking. Ricky went there. The Stitcher Top 100 Sports Show rankings uh, around the NFL coming in at 19th. Sometimes we're higher, sometimes Top 20, we're lower. Okay. Uh, the Let's Go podcast hosted by Tom Brady, not in the Top 100. So he's going to have to Suck keep it, Tom. He's going to have to keep uh, this story going to really help out the podcast. It's not really helping them break through at this point. Eat I mean, nineteenth though. Like, if you were like, if not you were in the top college 100. football, and it's like you're ranked nineteenth, like you're I don't just think a it's schmo if you're going to those games. I don't think it's good enough. Well, no, I will never be t- happy. A lot of times we're like ten to fifteen. Are you good. in we're, sports? We're declining in sports overall. Oh, in sports. We're in decline yeah. phase. Let's let's try to get back in the top ten. Let's work on that. You All know, right, right ahead of the Ringer NFL show, they're right across the way, so we could just kind of go over there and cut their wires. Yeah, do something. Ooh, let's do some pranks throughout Radio Row. I like that. Bunch of forty-something guys of running around, unplugging things us. and giggling, <laughs> pouring water on equipment. <laughs> uh oh! I just put your computer in a bowl of porridge. <laughs> porridge. Hey, let's hit eight o'clock delight. <laughs> Por- porridge is back in twenty twenty-two. Porridge and what was the the quote Rachel pointed out? Oh, no. 
NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that the Packers are expected to hire Rich Bisaccia as their special teams coordinator. Obviously, Bisaccia maybe got an unfair shake uh, from the Raiders. He lands on his feet with a great organization. It's Huge. another thing uh, Rodgers can't complain about. Like, we had a problem. Look at how we fixed it. Don't keep the kicker, please. Joe Judge has been hired as an offensive assistant for uh, the Patriots. Uh Josh McDaniels out the door after years running that show. Also heard Adam Gase connected to New England, but maybe Judge is the failed New York coach hired in this cycle. I don't like this idea that it's like, oh, let's build up Joe Judge's resume by letting him be an offensive coach. Speaking of the New York Giants, Don Wink Martindale lands on his feet, as you might expect. Uh, Top uh, defense uh, for years with Wink in Baltimore, and now he takes over the Giants who needed to replace Patrick Graham after he went and took the D.C. job for the Raiders. See how it's all connected? I think Patrick Graham is a really good coach. He did a good job with the Giants, but Wink Martindale, like, immediately gives the Giants identity. I like getting some of these guys out of the AFC East. We're finally getting rid of these Belichick disciples. It's good. Uh, Gus Bradley lands with the Indianapolis Colts. I don't really uh, know any more about that, Greg. You want to hit the audience to that one? I mean, <laughs> Gus Bradley's bounced around. I think he's done a good job hey, as a coordinator. He did a time. decent job in the Raiders. That's, that's, it's a sensible fit. And finally, in the news. Former Chargers co-workers, Frank Reich and Gus Bradley. He's back, baby. Hit it, Ricky. Ladies and gentlemen, for one night only, Sashi. <laughs> oh, Frags. Where's Frags? Hopefully we see her this week. Uh, our great voiceover artist uh, with NFL Media, Sashi Brown, is leaving Monumental Sports. I don't know what that is. And the NBA's Washington Wizards to return to the NFL as president of the Baltimore Ravens, announced Friday. Brown, 45 years old, becomes the th- third president in Ravens history, replaces Mark. Dick Cass, your buddy who turned 76 last month, retiring after serving in that role for 18 years. Mark, there is a lot. Now, I know Sashi hasn't been connected to the Browns in years now. A lot of Browns-related movement all around our league. Well, I think they have a competent front office now, so you start to pull from that. But it's it's in, like when Sashi Brown was a thing for us and a thing for the Browns, and they were trying to do something unlike every other team, now Sashi Brown just kind of fits in any front office because mm. it's a copycat scenario, and like everyone seems to have their version of Sashi. Well, of course, he's going to go to the Ravens. You and, want the real thing. Well, everything that the Ravens you know, do touches, turns to gold. So I'm sure. Are you, you, know, are you a little, I don't know, disappointed that he would leave the Wizards high and dry right before well, the trade Well, what about deadline? Monumental Sports? Well, I think that's the company that owns the Wizards and the Mystics. Okay, is it, is it? I, I, yes, Greg, that, that part of it well. um, does not. That doesn't sit well. But he with got me. a promotion. He's the president now. I mean, he's above Eric DaCosta, the GM on the org chart. Now, he's not probably going to be making draft picks, but he's definitely making that bank and doing some business. I know that matters Sashi to you. Brand. Where does Monumental Sports, how do they recover from this? Do Wait, they it's a void. It's a, yeah. Do they have a succession plan? What happens when a it's moon a crash, crashes into our earth? It's like it's that kind of um, aftermath to deal with for the monumental they are, sports. They also group. own the Capitals monumental sports, so that you know they've had a Stanley Cup trophy recently. It leaves the nation's capital in absolute uproar. <laughs> the, how about the Pentagon, Mark? I know you have strong feelings. Well, about they're the getting Pentagon. what they deserve on some level. All right, a little comeuppance for yes. the the nation's defense. Oh, look at our building! It's focal point. Look how our, our building a lot is of shaped. Commanders in Washington D.C. Those are, the Pentagon. Those walls. 
Famous. All right. I, I wanted to hit uh, Greg's Super Bowl QB rankings list, but we ran Wait, out of really? time. Really? Wow. Oh, I got a, I got, I got a bone to pick. Okay. Six. We've got a long week of shows. You can yeah, we got, it in we got somewhere. a show coming up um, Wednesday. Oh, let me guess. Joe Namath isn't hired high enough. No, right? it's not. That's not Spoiler. even the beginning. That's not even the beginning of it. That's not even the beginning of what's wrong with your list. <sighs> Yikes! What a tease. <laughs> Actually, I don't really, I don't have too many strong takes, but that's a good way to sell it. I have major issues with Greg's Super Bowl QB list, and I'll share them later this week on the Around the NFL podcast. I'm in Stitcher, up the ranking. Yeah, just gripping. Chop, 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 chop. Do your graph sound. Bing, 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 bing. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll save that for later in the week. Uh, Mark? You can unplug from the socket now because we don't want to overcharge you. We got a long week. You're a live wire. It's Super Bowl week. Yeah, at Sessler this point, I, I completely unplug. I go home, do nothing work related, then return here tomorrow when they tell me on prompt, um, on time, on the clock. <laughs> I do like the vision of we literally unplug Mark and then he just powers down right in that couch and stays there till we come back tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's not far away from That it. was like a video we did for one of those Peckham shows, remember? That I was. unplugged you guys and covered you with That was sheets. a good bit. Yeah. If we if put that if you had that as an offer, not. Mark, not the unplug part, but let's say we were like, you can sleep here on this couch, Mark. You don't have to go back home. You can actually just live here for the rest of the week. There, there's bathrooms around. Don't have to go through security yeah, again. Facilities. You I know, but everyone could see home. me while I'm sleep. Where well, do I change and do the rest true, of it? Yeah. You wear the same stuff every day, anyways. Well, I'm take taking it, you to the human to resources the area, too. I don't like <laughs> that comment. That's about my, my appearance and my physical appearance. And we, by the way, we had a, uh, a really great time together on Saturday celebrating Chris Wessling. It was the one-year anniversary of his passing. And um, I, I thought one of the more cute, like the cutest moments in ATN history was, I believe it was Greg tucking in Mark on that couch. Uh, Gonzo, Gonzo was oh. tucking me in. And then I I've drifted off into a nice sleep until Colleen banged her entire body into the glass porch <laughs> oh, door, which she did not realize wild. was open. So the aforementioned, when I defeated Nick Wessling 21-17 to 17 in one-on-one cornhole, mm. the, the game was reaching a fever pitch, and, and Nick was starting to get ten, tense. And he did the same thing that Wes used to do when you play cornhole. Things start to go sideways. Oh, man, I'm drunk. I am so drunk. He's like, all right. just And he really wasn't. I the price. He really he wasn't. Was fine. Anyway, I mean, less than you. So we're, that's, yeah, we're about excuse. to do a little uh, a throw, and then there's a shotgun blast, and it is Connie Fox barreling into a glass partition. Tiny little, t- the tiny box, all five three, 107 pounds, slams into the glass at high velocity. A, a larger person would have shattered that thing. So maybe we're, it's a fortunate situation. But she said she will be on the red carpet with a pair of bruised knees. Well, she's about 40 yards away from us on a, on a neighboring set. <laughs> oh, and she did say that she had two um, black and blue knees. I would love to yell? have her Should we come yell? on. One, two, what? three. Colleen! Colleen! <laughs> Wait, is she really going to come I don't know. Yeah. She's definitely had the look in her eye of, like, I'm getting out no, of here. No, she literally was like, we'll do lunch. Uh, but, like, that means no. She's so famous. It's. I, I got to admit, though. It, first of all, it, it sounded like a, like the Oklahoma City like well, we bombing or whatever. It was like, you were so not loud. on the scene for that. Just, it was so you know. loud. But I got to admit, just, there is something that separates that Colleen from like from myself, for instance. She she's an on air personality at the the <laughs> highest levels for a reason. She bounced back and because no one watched her 
walk in, but it had to have been extremely painful. It was extremely it's loud. Excruciating. And within a half second later, we all look over, and she was just like, oh, don't mind me, just walking into the door, and then open the door, cool as a cucumber. Like, she recovered very well. And here well she comes, the, by the way. From the circumstance. Ah, to give us theme her music. Of this. Oh, okay. We can there do this. There she comes. Hey, take a seat. We got to ask you about something real quick. Look at we her. Were, we happen to be up. What? We happen to be. It'll just be two minutes. It, <laughs> we we were wrapping up, and Dan was telling one of our favorite stories um, from Saturday, from Saturday afternoon. The sound of a uh, let's let her get situated. A gunshot. Here. A shotgun blast goes off, and um, <laughs> the tiny box nearly my camera? <laughs> nearly imploded. Take us through it. How are you feeling right now? Are you day-to-day? What are you listed for the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's doubtful. Um, but <laughs> no. no, I every day it's getting a little bit better. I've been putting more weight on my leg uh, when I walk. But the whole situation, it all happened so fast, Dan. Yeah. And it was a very early morning for me that day. I was up for Good Morning Football Weekend. Sure, true. And just power through the rest of the day with you guys. Long day. Long day. And you know what? Sometimes glass, it's so clean that you just you see right through it. It's really a testament to Lakeisha keeping her house in great order. Exactly. Or maybe it's her fault. Maybe that's where you were going with that. The the problem was um, the glass really hit my knee quickly, and it's really the glass's fault. It's not. I wouldn't blame this on my knee, Um, but. What I need is probably one of those stickers that like people that that, that are on skyscrapers for birds, yeah. so they don't run into the windows. I probably need that on every glass door. Well, you're a warrior. We gave you a lot of credit though. In the peanut gallery, you recovered quickly. You made a quick joke of it. You didn't linger. You got right into there, just like, oh, don't mind me, just walking into the door. I was she, like, once she got on the other side of glass, because I could see right. in, she had her hand, face buried in her hand. She's like, right. I just made a fool of myself. Right. It could have been a devastating moment that lingered, but you moved on quickly. I was impressed by that. And I, like, I had drifted yeah. off to sleep on that couch, and like, I was having a dream about being like in a in the forest or something. It was Gonzo had tucked me in, and then bang. Like, I mean, that part of it was, I mean, does that weigh on you that you woke a friend from sleep? I did. I did. Uh, What were you going to say? I was going to say it sounds like this is like one in the morning. It was 830. Exactly. You were already asleep that early. As a group, we we did not have a late night. Well, yeah, we have a, I have a text. I was, I was sadly out of town for a wedding, so I wasn't there this weekend, but was texting with Lakeisha. And then all of a sudden I get a text from Dan that's like. I'm in bed, haha, and it was 9.30. Peace. I was like, oh, wow. That's kind of it my dream. Yeah. Yeah, so my I just didn't get the gentle kiss on the forehead from Gonzo the way you did, Mark. <laughs> I know. Well, I, got, I went in with certain... Good night, sweet prince. I went in with John a goal, Gonzalez, and I achieved my goal. 1977 is an American sports writer. who's married to NFL media broadcaster. John, John tucking in, in Los Mark, with his wife was a very dogs. sweet moment. Yeah. We're going to need yeah. some... Some photoshops of that all right. from our listeners sent to us on Twitter, please. Colleen, you said it all. I you have. You didn't have to say much this time. No, that's all I needed to say. You'll see Colleen. Colleen sent me her schedule for the week, and it's outrageous how in demand she is right now. So even getting her for a few minutes on the on the couch, that is that's Top good notch. stuff. Good for stuff. you guys, anything. We love it. All right. And, yes, we have a show coming up tomorrow. Another show on Friday, our Super Bowl 56 preview, uh, the Around the NFL broadcast uh, uh, will air on Friday, Saturday. Uh, Check your local listings. Uh, And uh, (laughs) that's it for now. So thank you to everyone for listening. And until Wednesday, you do the thing that Chris Wessling told us to do. You know this. Feed the call. 
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.